I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to part three, the finale of the Guitar Nerds Bronkoff. As with the previous episode, we recorded this all in one full swoop, so I'm going to drop you right back into the conversation where we left off at the end of part two. Well, to move it on uh, slightly, onto something maybe a little bit more fun, the real, <laughs> well, a little bit more exciting, the thing that I cared about, this <laughs> yeah. is what I mean, uh, is refinishes. Now, finishing the guitar, this was always going to be something that we were going to take great advantage of and try and make as fun and and as, you know, as, as, as weird and unusual as possible and also kind of stray outside of the finishes that are normal normally available at this price point. You know, Fender have done a wonderful job over recent years of, uh, expanding their colour range and their budget stuff. Certainly at Squire Fender, we're seeing, you know, I remember when when I started at GAC, you know, in like whenever it was like 2010 and it was Fenders, even US mm. ones were available in black, sunburst, red and white. You know, that, yeah. that, that was Lake those... Placid Blue. I don't, Maybe. That was the yeah. exotic Lake one. I, I, remember when, <laughs> I remember when Fender Mexico released a new blue and it was kind of a weird... I can't remember what they called it. It was like Arctic blue or something. Oh, yeah, no, it was, yeah. yeah. Do, do you remember that? It, mm. it was like a pearly blue. It wasn't quite Lake Placid, but they released yeah. all the all the Mexicans in it, and everyone was like, oh, my goodness, you can get a different colour. It wasn't a good colour, but yeah. everyone bought them. They were everywhere because it was a Fender, not in those standard colours. I really want to know what that colour was called, but I, I can't we, remember. I mean, we could look it up, but it, it ruins the flow of the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. But... um. But yes, anyway, so whilst Fender have done a great job of improving the colour range and loads of brands, especially companies like Reverend, I think are doing a wonderful job of introducing oh, interesting yeah. Agreed. colours at a great price point, we really took advantage of being able to turn something like a Bronco into something sort of a, a wildly different colour. So we went to we went to specialistspaint.com. Uh, I mean, they, they didn't sponsor the podcast or anything, but they're a really good website, you know, for, uh, for actually finding cool and interesting paints um and yeah every i think all three of us had very very different ideas of what we wanted it to be i think uh to to summarize every everyone's thing i think jd went for like a you had an overall idea of what you wanted the base to be so the finish wasn't the thing that should stand out for your instrument it was part of an overall theme you were going for Naomi, you were going for the most flamboyant thing, 
you could find. The most extra. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going for, and it might didn't quite turn out how, how I originally intended, but I was going for vintage colours that I like. Yeah. It is, I mean, and it might have to be, I was never going to get something weird because I was like, no, it has to be a colour that Fender actually do. Mm. And, mm-hmm. it, and it has to be something from their... From the you know what, you, dear listener, we know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Burgundy Mist. <laughs> <laughs> I was always going to go there. <laughs> now, I couldn't quite get exactly what I wanted from custom paints. Like, I couldn't quite, I got the closest thing I could to a sort of a mauve, a lavender, a, a periwinkle, you know, that, that sort of, that colour area. It didn't, it didn't quite come out maybe as, as muted. As subtle mm. as I yeah. wanted. Yeah, perhaps wanted, a little more lavender, yeah. Yeah, I wanted it to be maybe more metallic-y. Yeah, just not quite as... It's come out very... I don't know. Uh, it's bright. It's a bright... Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a bold base. It's a, yeah, it's a yeah. bold colour. So it's not quite as vintage as I wanted. But nonetheless, I think a great colour. And I've coupled yeah, it's mine. it's very cool. I'm a fan of yours. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we're all we're all massive fans of each other's, I think. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's been like, this whole day has been like, oh, I really, like, it just different, different stages, I think we've all said about each other's base. 12 different things about like oh I just really Actually, like that that's yeah. awesome yeah. Yeah. yeah unfortunately bass guitar nerds continues to be the more wholesome of, of the guitar nerds <laughs> we um, don't hate each other portfolio yeah, yeah I mean we you know <laughs> knock on wood now that we're here in person we've still not argued it's, it's still go, be yeah. good yeah, yeah it's it's um it's been a very supportive um, <laughs> very supportive project to one another but yeah I, I so I've gone for Burgundy Mist I was always going to go for that colour and I um, un- unlike you two you've kept the Bronco pickguard yes. shape, whereas mm-hmm. I've gone for the Music Master shape, which is much more, I don't know, circular. It sort of it doesn't yeah, follow yeah. the lines of the the bass in in the same way. It doesn't. Yeah, it think, doesn't follow the lower horn no, at all. It yeah. curves off back towards the sort of the controls. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. I think it's it's like a it's a complementary shape to right. it, as opposed to like a scratch plate that is just uh, just a mirror the, yeah yeah so, like it, it's yeah. really interesting and it 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 also sort of like feels that vintagey vibe of just like you know like the un- amorphous shapes yeah sure i think yeah. it's more functional also it's it's actually following more at the uh the potential range of your of your right hand with well, a pick what one of the one of I the mean, reasons i just it- have economy of motion <laughs> my hands are all over the base yeah. well, one of the reasons some it, of us it, just it, have good technique <laughs> One of the reasons it bubbles out is because you could there was a tug bar or a thumb rest that, that would go there on the original yes. Music Masters. Mm-hmm. Now I haven't fitted one of mine because I find they do get in the way a little bit. Um, but but yeah, that's that's why it comes out. Whereas yours uh, on the Bronco, much like the Precision Bass, mm. it kind of it moves the other way. It goes in yeah. around where yeah. you would put a thumb rest, yeah. so that there's not especially the the room for it. But that's what I've gone for. I've got this uh, this lovely. Um, yeah, very lavender burgundy mist coupled with a tort guard in that music man cut. It's a really good tort too. Yeah. Like that's, that's you know, it's like not all torts are the same and that's no. a really good piece of tort. Yeah, yeah. I realised mm-hmm. I didn't talk about the, my controls or anything, the, the the volume and tone, but I went for cupcake knobs. Cream, oh yeah. Cupcake. So mm-hmm. nice. Inspired Delicious. by the, uh, inspired by the Harmony cupcake knobs, um, you know. Yeah. Which is a very good looking. I couldn't find anything as big as that. But James, James's hometown again coming to the rescue with some excellent accessories. They they recommend those cupcake knobs as a Bronco upgrade. 
because they do look very good yeah, on the bottom. They do, yeah. yeah. I think I think the cupcake knobs are a really nice alternative to the domes that come as standard oh, yeah. as well. Um, you retain that nice functionality uh, if you don't want things to go too far out. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Exactly. They still feel sort of great and functional to use. I actually put the black cupcakes on my Music Master on my Fender mm. Music. Oh Master, yeah, sure. For me, as a bit more of a serious instrument, I'd actually yeah. sort of play this one. This the, one was fun. The Music Master is black on black. If yeah, I remember black, correctly. Yeah. black guard. I had I had the guard cut from um, Fidelity, and they did yes. a lovely job because they also nice. like aged it or sort of you know just a. Uh, it doesn't have that sheen on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. It's, it's lovely. It looks, it looks like worn it's buffed in. or something. Yeah, exactly. Which suits the Music Master because the finish yeah. is so smashed up. You know, mm-hmm. smashed up. Black yeah, I really like like your you, the finish on your Music Master has like a, has a lot of character to it. Yeah, I really agreed. Do. It looks like at some point someone filled in all the chips with um with Teeth. like nail polish. With oh, the wrong yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's, 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 which is then dripped. So there are all mm. these drips mm-hmm. oh, in the finish, yeah. but it just looks, it's so much character. It's so cool. And then you've yeah. got, you've still got the lacquer checking on the rest of it from where there's actual lacquer. Yeah. And then you've got these weird sort of melted drips. It's just very cool. That yeah. music master is very vibey. Very cool. Indeed. Um, I mean, I just pausing. So we're talking, still talking about knobs. Like <laughs> I, um, I, I think that's the thing that like, like, just from a tactile point of view, like most bases can be improved with like better knobs, you know, right. like certainly any budget base you get out there. Like it's the thing that every time I go into a shop and I play a base, that's like a thousand pounds or something like that. And you're like, but why are these knobs, you know, like so cheap? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. just put good knobs on something, you know, like it's such you a know huge the thing. thing. That I think is weird It on that is it's also a case of like, what what knobs are right for what instrument? Yeah, for 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 the longest time, Squire would put uh, the sort of metal domes, like P bass style knobs, on jazz basses. Yeah, on the budget jazz basses, and it was almost for for me in my head that was how I could see a cheap jazz bass. Yes, yeah. If yeah, it had yeah. metal knobs instead of the black plastic knobs, there's no way those black plastic knobs cost more no. than the metal no. ones. Yeah. But if you see a jazz bass with metal knobs instead of the the proper black jazz bass ones, you're like, that's that's that looks cheap and wrong. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Well, I say even you know even when we're when we were up in Denmark Street and we we're playing like different basses, it's like this. It just feels like a cheap knob. Like what mm-hmm. you know, and and even if it's a you know. You you when, once you start getting like above five hundred pounds, it starts being like you can spend five more on the knobs, and it's such a, it's such <laughs> yeah. a completely different like user experience. Yeah, that it's just, yeah. Like, just just do that, you know. Like it's just think about the person who's buying this, not yeah, not yeah, just trying yeah. To absolutely. It. I mean, I I think knobs are as um, they're every bit as tactile as the as the strings yeah 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 you know it's it it is important and and to me always it's a huge um bonus if that as an appointment is is thought through when i'm when i'm looking at a yeah at a new model base yeah yeah exactly well let's let's talk about those three things i guess together yeah. for each of us so i've i've gone again you know the, the burgundy mist taught music master style guard cream cupcake knobs and that's all being partnered with that lovely oversized jazz master jazz bass single coil bang in the in the middle of the body um as i said jd yours was much more it was part of a a thing you were going for that like you said that sort of soviet era function yeah Yeah, like 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 my initial inspiration was like i i love like all old like recording equipment and like old radio equipment that you see from like 
like World War II, like that oh, very Some of the analysis you have here well, in this yeah. house. Yeah. We, I did, we didn't say it this time, but we're recording at JD's house in London. Yeah. And yeah, so like I have like my old silver tone, you know, like. <clears throat> yeah, it looks like a TV. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, it's so good. I mean, it was the first amp I ever had. It was my actual grandparents' amp that they bought from Sears, well, you know, wow. in like the early mid 60s. And then the Fenton Wild we've spoken about before. But it's. I, I love all that kind of stuff. And I was trying to think of something that would fit with that. And so I went with a <clears throat> semi matte. I'll say like like gray, and it's it was, it was supposed to be sad. It, yeah, it has not come out a hundred percent. Yeah, sad. but it, I I dig it now because it, it's so it's it's not completely it's not completely matte, but it's it's also not gloss by any means. Yeah, sure. And I I really I really like it. It's like a it's it's a really deep gray. I can't remember which one. It's like a Chrysler or Volks, was Volkswagen. Was it? Was it not just called Battleship Gray? Was it, it might it might be. I I, I think it's an actual like. Uh, car model right. gray oh, that we got. Okay. I think it, I think it's the official because I think I wanted. We almost went with like the Jaguar gray or right. no, it was an Aston like like Aston Martin gray, and then realized right. that like that paint itself was like 165 oh, quid yeah. for like for like a pint, <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, no, maybe we'll just go with a slightly different gray. Yeah, um, I think it was a Chevrolet. It was gray Chevrolet. Oh yeah, they're on with. on custom paints. Yeah, they split yeah. up all the cars by. It was I remember it's, doing it's, this. It's yeah, an actual. Right, yeah, yeah, so it's it's a it's gunmetal is gun, what it was called. Yeah, gun, yeah. Chevrolet the Chevrolet gunmetal gray gun is metal. the actual. If you want to if you want to paint match it, uh, the actual color. I went with a an actual matte black. Uh, scratch plate. And it's only fifteen pounds for a five hundred mil bottle. Yeah, yeah. W- much better than the Aston <laughs> one, which uh, which was, I mean, would have been fancy, but seems seems a, <laughs> a bit much, really. Um, doesn't affect the tone. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I'm sure JHS will do a podcast about that. <laughs> but like, it's so I went with that that black. Um, again, we t- the the G tone pickup is such a vibe. So it's like it's the gold foil bright orange bar in chrome uh the knobs i ended up going with with the base were our api style uh so api like the consoles that you would see in like a lot of recording studios and sort of the outboard gear um but the, huge so, yeah so huge yeah. they have a very like pronounced sort of like they're circles but they also have like basically like their circles like a bar running through them like a so pointing they, ridge yeah so you can really you can really feel it but they also have like this like like clear plastic like skirting around it like you would get on a console and everything so it just it just it made it feel so old and classy in a way that um and i I bought loads of different like neve style knobs and everything and some like old bakelite knobs like because i was inspired by like old military radios and stuff i i thought about those but they they just didn't fit and like these api style knobs really did it Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Yeah, they are, they are super cool. So yeah, so the gun, and, and of course it matches up with the bridge as well. Yeah. Oh, the other thing I should probably mention, because I, I think I was the only one who did this, is I had a custom strap made. Um, so nice. I, because I, I was tying all of the aesthetic together. So I, I found some um, fabric I wanted to do because I wanted to tie the gray, the black, the orange, like all of that kind of together. And I found um, a strap maker here in the UK that made uh, vegan straps and uh, they've now relocated to the USA. So interesting. We just swapped places. Company? It's a uh, Coco guitar. Stars. Oh yes, yeah. they have. Yeah. 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 Um, so uh, got in touch with them and it was like, Hey, here's the kind of thing I'm thinking. I found some like Orla Kylie, like curtains, like fabric that I wanted. And um, we ended up like getting some of that and just like trying a few different options for what the strap would be. And Amazing. It, yeah. And so like, I think it's one of those things that like the whole thing comes yeah. together really well. Yeah, that's it. You, it's it's a, a really complete aesthetic. But yeah, the strap is lovely. The fact that it's got the gray, you know, the... Yeah, the, and the, the bit of the right orange prop. Yeah. yeah, it's it's very good. The whole thing is a, is a very finished finished piece. Yeah. And and when it came, it had it had a, a an orange um, sort of porloid pick with it as well They're just really really like orange and black porloid picks that yeah you know, in, really, in the really little pick holder yeah. in, in the strap very nice very, yeah very good and naomi you've gone for uh, un uh, unlike the sort of the yeah the complete look of jd's or the vintage correct ish uh, of mine you you've gone just all out bling i think you, when you visited specialpaints.com you just found whatever the the most over-the-top thing was, right? I mean, to start, I quite confidently pitched a three-tone sparkle sunburst, <laughs> which, <laughs> to, um, to be fair, yeah. which I, I genuinely, I still stand by. I mean, that that was um, that was sort of the, the vision, I suppose, for this mod, which partially I liked it because it is the antithesis to the super rustic, non like lack thereof of finish um lacquer thereof of finish on my initial uh totally raw um stained wood um on the on the first bronco mod um but sparkle was entirely on my mind for this and also um it it happened to fit with being um being quite different to the approaches that both um both JD and yourself Joe were taking so Taking on the sort of warmth of a three-tone sunburst idea, I settled eventually on copper, like a rich, warm copper um, sparkle. So quite quite a big flake, enough that you can um, that you can kind of see each individual flake, which suited me down to the ground for this. I think. Um, like I'm a huge fan of all things sort of disco back as far as Motown um, and that sort of 60s into 70s aesthetic was very much on my mind uh, generally with with this mod. So to accompany that, I went for a warm cream, sort of ivory cream, um, three-ply guard and then in perloid. In perloid, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, sorry, not just ivory cream. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing plain about this base, to be clear. Um yeah, so the the Perloid guard, I'm aware, is you know 
I'm aware and happy with it being quite extra in additional in addition to the sparkle. It's, it's tasteful coupled with the sparkle. It's actually yeah. almost yeah. it's actually almost the the least bl- it's still, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. reserved in comparison to the finish. It's like yeah. it's like a a nice transition between the body to the the scratch plate to the yes. neck. Yeah. You know sure. where you kind of be like okay, so this is like the warm bit, you know. Yeah. Like it's yeah. this, this Absolutely. is the, the middle of the Goldie blocks or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, I toyed with the idea of doing um, like a, a three-ply black. And then I thought that actually that would be very much kind of my, I suppose, character or personality to do that because I'm always quite a fan of, um, I don't know, adding sort of darker tones to things. But I thought for this project, for the purposes of wanting an all-over retro um, sort of disco Motown obviously aware that they're very separate things, but generally retro-inspired bass. Um, the Perloid Sparkle combo was the one for me. I finally coupled that with genuine vintage um, amp knobs, uh, which were salvaged from an amp and then further salvaged by uh, a tech that I use um, off a Tele Deluxe. So they've they've made their way um, and joined my Bronco on its journey. They're great. The, the knobs are a great choice. They're different sizes as well. So they're they're odd real, sizes, yeah. yeah. So again, that completely suited me that they're um, that they just sort of add a bit more character, I suppose, by being odd. They're that sort of like oven style yeah. <laughs> um, oven style black and I suppose once once was um, quite shiny silver and is pleasantly worn down. So yeah, that was that was the final bit of character for my Bronco. The copper, the copper flake for me is a great touch because it's something as ridiculous as flake, yeah, coupled with a pretty reasonable color, like, yeah, and that's what it, makes it work. I will say, like, it's it's the best flake job I've ever seen. That's a, is that a? <laughs> I meant in paint. I don't know that that's a thing. <laughs> I'm not I'm not Urban Dictionary to find out. But like, it is. I because I, I remember like looking at it earlier, just like under some of the lights mm. here, and just being like, "This is like stunningly bright," and I can only imagine it under like actually bright proper Stage lights. But lights, it's, yeah. it has such depth to it. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a really really good color, and it is like like Joe, I think you're saying like it's the copper is like really warm, mm-hmm. you know. So it's it's not this like ridiculousness really. But it totally is yeah. at the same time. You've managed to rein in ridiculousness without really reining it in. I don't know how to put it, yeah. but it's great. Yeah. It's at once completely ridiculous. Like, I would never think of putting... Oh, it's so tasteless, so vulgar. <laughs> like, a, a yeah. metal flake is, Boy, for me, the, the, the worst finishes are, are flake finishes. I hate them, but... This I really like. It's yeah, actually it's really, tasteful. I can get behind this. It's basically Margate in a in a paint <laughs> finish. <laughs> well, you know, and I'm glad to, you know you said it was really good and has loads of depth because it was 55 quid for it <sighs> for dinner in compared to the 15 pounds that you know. <laughs> Damn that, straight, of course. But it's it's a. Uh, it was a, a great choice, and I think yeah, well, really then, well with the perloid, with specifically going for yeah. that cream perloid as well. I think. Yeah, uh, I, I, it, it's a really, really good color combo. Like, I, I think it's it's such a stunning base. Thank yeah. you. Well, I'm I'm glad you guys like it. Uh, sparkle finishes are not something I've seen as many times as I like through. Um, through Fender and Squire's catalogue. I mean, one of my favourite signature bases of all time, of course, is the, 
I don't know the actual name for the colour, but the lilac sparkle Adam Clayton signature. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. P and jazz bases that he did. They're like a lilac sparkle with yeah. abalone inlays. Mm. And again, a perloid, like oh. four ply guard. Abalone. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. I, I know the sound you just made, Joe. Uh, is the sound an abalone makes as it stops? <laughs> 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 the last thing an abalone <laughs> says. God rest him. Uh, <laughs> Don't put me in a fake acoustic. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I want to be on a toilet. <laughs> Oh. Well, well anyway, uh, back to defending it as an inlay. Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry to all abalones out there, genuinely. Um, but uh, sorry, so that in in Fender's catalog, that's that's a an example of a production model that kind of was super out there. Of course, the res- reverse body supersonic as well. Oh, there was the yeah. Mikey it, Way Mustang. Oh, that was so bass. good. The silver large. I'm still looking for one of those. I still, I don't know why I didn't buy them. They were. Yeah. They I were wasn't so short scale bases when they yeah, were in production. Oh, they were so cheap as well. Oh, yeah. Do you remember? It's, literally, the ORPs on them were super low. They weren't oh, far off Broncos. It's, it's just such an am- like. That's. I mean, this is a slight tangent, but like Agreed. the the the, the bases. Especially in guitars that you sign, that are like the signature models that are just weird, like the Matt Freeman that we always talk about being yeah. like yeah, such an amazing absolutely. bass. And it's like, why didn't I buy the Matt Freeman? Why don't I? At that's the time? what I want. Oh, I, I have no idea why I didn't. But like at the moment, we were talking about before we started this podcast how I'm looking around for like a black 50s style <laughs> key bass <laughs> with a maple neck. And that's just, that's what the Matt Freeman... Wow. Yeah, yeah. The, the Matt Freeman is one that I, I I constantly think about. It's like, why didn't, why didn't I just pick it up? And it was, it wasn't a thing I was into at the time, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it was just a, it just, just sort of passed me by. And it was like, it's like, it's again, one of those things. It's just like this magical little like thing that just like completely knocks it out of the park. And you're in a, in a weird time the time doesn't make sense that you buy it yeah yeah, yeah. indeed yeah. also i don't want to i don't want to do this but i do want to call out the the adam clayton like the warwick signature that he did oh that is, is such a ridiculous that was not a, that was not a part of the Wait, same he, conversation he's got, he's got quite a few warwick oh yeah his, his signatures i meant the the one that's like the a, a jazz bass but is still in like the the streamer oh. body oh, no, but it has like P-base. a scratch plate yeah it's a p-bass oh, his streamer it? body is white with a black plate, maple neck, black rock inlays, and a people. I know this because I think yeah. about buying it most weeks. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like well, I'm thinking about like the gold one with like the, oh like, right, where you oh, just no. be like yeah. this. It looks like a melted P bass, right? Like yeah. a P bass that has been like droopied over all over. Everything. I think he's got a, he's got word. some sort of explorer uh, with oh, Warwick yeah, yeah. now as well. I don't like I don't know something he's, like that. It's bad. It's Adam Clayton has got a massive repertoire specifically. Of signature bases. Yeah. With, for with, a bass player that literally no one cares about, he does yeah, have a lot of yeah. signatures. Yeah, genuinely a, a, a good bassist who's gotten yeah. a little bit of maybe the Jason Newstead treatment. Like, <laughs> when you actually care to go in and pick out his lines, you know, there's there's some awesome stuff there. But it, I'm very struck by his reputation, um, you know, kind of maybe beyond bassist um, 
you know, it's not being not being massively remarkable versus yeah, yeah. a huge amount of signature instruments. Yeah. <laughs> is, is it Sherwood Green as well? It, the that's other the current one. Oh, so the yeah. current, the one? The current yeah. Fender Jazz, the current yeah. Adam Payne that is still in the Fender catalogue, yeah. the only one. And bear in mind, and they're beautiful Fender as well. They've cut down their signature models massively over mm. the last few years. To be fair, I feel like we should say Adam Clayton Owns is Fender. a bass player for you yeah. too. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. No one else will know who that is. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Also, they own Fender, or yeah. a, big, yeah. a big part of it, which is why he has signature models yeah. with Fender. But, uh, but, but yeah, he's the current signature model that he has is Sherwood Green. I think it's I think it's abalone block. I think so too. Neck, I think it's a matching rare. headstock, yeah. if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's it is. really nice in terms of in terms of appointments. Um, again, all respect to abalones the world over. Gen- no, genuinely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have we not replaced abalone? In, I don't know. I mean, look, in manufacturing people by still now. market hide glue as being a good. Thing. Oh, yeah. Let's oh not God. get into it. Yeah. We'll, we'll no, get that's it. fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll get yeah. into leather tips on straps as well. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, back to bronco. Yeah. What up? Are you bronco right? back Are you a big man for having leather tips? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Um, oh, yeah. Lambskin. Charlie. Oh God, you're so small and weak. I hate you. Anyway, um, uh, <laughs> Tommy Robinsons. <laughs> um, we should talk about next what we've done to them in strings as well. This is actually yeah. kind of we're right at the end of the Broncos. We've done everything else. We've done sort of pickups, finishes, electronics, all those things. Next, so I'll talk about you know my sort of disaster first. Mm. <laughs> I had. Planned, obviously, I appreciate, dear listen, we've spoken about the fact that this has been going on for a year now. I've had all this time. But I did have my uh, my neck booked in to be uh, re- refinished. I was going to have, I'm having, I still am having it, vintage lacquered. Um, and I'm having the headstock decal. I'm going for Squire Jazzmaster. Oh, uh, and I'm having the proper little... Um, is that because Jazzmaster is your middle name? Flourishes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Jazzmaster is my middle name, but uh, no, I, um, I'm having that just to match that Jazzmaster pickup in the middle. I'm having lovely, sort of lovely, deep vintage tint, you know, nice. sort of orangey. Yeah. It's, it's going to be great. But when I took it, uh, when I took the guitar into my tech, I took it with a couple of other bits that I needed tech at the time, and I gave him the 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 Bronco. Uh, to to do the neck and I was like yeah these bits I need done you know next week if that's cool the Bronco and this was like a this was maybe three weeks ago I think I took it in and I was like the Bronco I don't need it immediately so take your time because of course for me, yeah. th- three weeks was take your time. That's I don't need it yeah. tomorrow. But it, and this is not my text. My text fantastic. Uh, he, you know, in his mind, because when I came back to him uh, at the start of this week, and I was like, "Hey, can I pick up the the neck for the Bronco?" And he was like, "Oh, I have not started that, and I won't be able to." And you know, we talked about it. It's not at all his fault. It was the mm. in in his world, not needing it for a while means six months yeah, yeah. <laughs> because that's how long his waiting list yeah. is of stuff you know and that's a bit of the world we're in now yeah, it's yeah. like you know like as we talked about with hardware and everything yeah, exactly. we're just like yeah it's exactly so so he he certainly is going to do it but like I, I couldn't get it done before we all met up today so my neck is currently in its unfinished normal state i've obviously got those hip shot tuners on it but it's just the neck as it came it is, is going to be vintage tinted and that's going to be my vibe for mm. it to, to kind of complete the vintage aesthetic that i've gone for on this and of course i've gone for flat rounds which we've all said again i made a mistake on the flat ones i picked up a set of flats that like with all flat wounds, you know, because they last forever. When I take flats off, I put them in my, I just wrap them up, put them in my box of strings mm-hmm. to, to use again. So I grabbed what I thought were short scale flats to put on this Bronco. 
They're clearly not. And <laughs> yeah. my tech has somehow managed to get 34-inch scale flats onto a 30-inch scale base, which it's taken some real doing. To I, would, do I would advise not taking those off anytime. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. I don't know how he's done it. But we all agreed. We can't, we've no idea what the brand is of those. We think maybe Rotasound. I mean, the yeah. Rotor Sound Jazz Bass flats, but we're not sure because I thought I was picking up my Labellas. They're definitely mm-hmm. not Labellas because yeah. no. they, they don't feel nearly as smooth or as high quality as the Labellas. But actually, I think we've all agreed. They're, they're great. Yeah, really, really good. good. Yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah. a really good, they're like, articulate. Nice. There's enough punch from them for yeah. flats, mm-hmm. but still that's kind of that slinky, speedy feel that you get with flats. I, yeah. I, I, they really, are a mystery set, though. They're not any yeah. of the usual suspects. They're I not know, the same rap as Labellas, not the same as Dario. No, and, yeah. I th- and, and to be honest, the only flats I buy are Didario Chromes or mm-hmm. Labellas. So I'm a bit um, stumped. I think just, I once bought... Nick them from, a, from <laughs> another band. Yeah, like... I have no idea. I think I did once buy wrote a sound jazz bass. Flat. So yeah. that's the only thing I can think that they are. Um, but yeah, surprisingly surprisingly good. JD, you put a bit more effort into the neck again. You, I mean, you seem to have put a, a lot more effort in than us. Uh, you know, we just went, yeah, the, the bling things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, for, for my neck, I mean, primarily what I did, I, I sand, sanded it down um, quite a bit and then, like, everything on the neck. And then I I put the Monty's Guitars, Monty Espresso guitar wax on it to yes. give it a bit of, a bit of color and everything. And really, really for that was just that, like, the... My neck especially was like the absolute bright white wood that you get on usually quite budget instruments, you know? And yeah. so I was just like, I'm just going to knock this down a bit and kind of wanted to mm. do that. And then what I ended up doing was like full fret dressings because I was like quite good at fret dressing. You know, it's like there's no reason that this and I and I got a kick out of making, you know, a, a hundred quid bass, you know, really yeah. play like a thousand pound bass. And so I did that. Didn't really take that long. It was a really good job to begin with. Um, and then I did really sand it down. So I think I probably went to about 3000 or so on the neck. Right. Wow. And it's like the, the neck feels the back of the neck feels like it's lacquered, but there's nothing on it besides Monty's. It feels like the American pro or American standard yeah, fenders. Guess, that, yeah. that is that sort yeah. of feel where it's like there's no tint to it, but it's yeah. definitely got that glossy yeah feel. Yeah, the, the it's like I I wish I would have had like before that because the Monty's really tamed it down like right. in a way, and then, like I I can tell the difference, but it's like because if I if I were to take the neck off and show see like the rest of it, yeah. you'd be like, yeah. oh, that is <laughs> or like the yeah. the inside of the, the body of the neck heel as well. It's but it's. Yeah, it's it's just that, and it's just like really, you know, just like really sanding it down because I I didn't want to I didn't want to coat it um, anything. And then the other thing I did is I I got um, uh, just to go with the black tuners I and the gold foil pickup. I was like, I'm gonna get a gold Squire logo because I I yeah. wanted to have the Squire logo on it because it is a Squire base. And and the other thing I did is I put it in a different location so it's not in like the the. You the, sort of set, uh, yeah. Like it, it's shoved up towards like the the what on the Rickenbacker would be the cresting way, but like the little you know 
blobular yeah. end at the, at the <laughs> fender headstock. And like, yeah. I put it there and like, there's like, when I was placing it, I was going to put it in the, the normal spot that you would see the Squire logo. And then I started moving it and I was like, this just feels like something that would happen in the nineties. Like something that would, <laughs> that would like, that would like really make sense with the Bronco where it's like, it's just weird. And for no reason, yeah. you know? And yeah. then it just, it just really suited it there. I thought, and I was like, yeah, I, I want this. Yeah, I want great. this here. Yeah. It's weird how much it actually suits it and looks yeah, like, it's, and it's, how yeah. you've nailed it in the description of something from the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> like something where someone's like, I'm just going to do something different yeah, just yeah. just to do it. Yeah. Aerodyne. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. it's, it's uh, very Aerodyne. Like yeah. the, if you just saw the headstock, you would probably think it's either an Aerodyne or it's one of those Stuart Ham signatures. Yeah. Like yes. an urge, yeah. An it's urge. An urge, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. no, it, it's funny how using the exact same logo, just recoloring it and repositioning can give it an entirely different vibe yeah it's, yeah it's a yeah it's a really good really good subtle change yeah. and again i think your treatment of the neck um once again totally transformed it from super super budget to um to high-end instrument i've not done anything to my no, neck actually no, yeah can't. i've left it as is um i think it'll be the only part of this bronco that's ongoing for me I, right yeah i'm still undecided on block inlays i did think for the purpose of you're gonna get some stickers yeah, 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 yeah. Some yeah. Of the yeah, ones. I, I, oh, no. yeah, I was hesitant of it as an idea. Um, what would you get? Perloid ones? Yeah. Fake abalone? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, Fabaloni. It's, Fabaloni. Um, <laughs> I'd get the ones that have like the, the note names. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, no, fret numbers. You I, saw, I saw an awesome, um, in my r- super general, like beyond Instagram, Google image search recently very of, thorough of bronco mods someone did like almost like a sesame street like uh, mm. preschool <laughs> version bronco mod wow. so they got dior um what are they called but the dior super bright multicolor set right of no. strings Ugh. yeah well yeah but just as a theme yeah. as a theme makeover it works awesome um and yeah so in like preschool lettering like super big they've got they've got the fret numbers on there <laughs> so 12 12 9 7 5 3 do you, it's nice do you know so those those multicolor dr strings yes do you know how they like came about like what the point of like each string have a different color was because i know it's kind of, uh, only oh, this is, like, i thought people had to buy four different sets no no, no, no. no they are a set oh, no right yeah so what it, it was it initially it was kind of around and this is because like i to have a lot of like friends at DR and stuff like yeah, that. And yeah. so what they where they came about is they were they and a couple other like MI like like instrument companies were were working with um someone who's developing a game. I can't remember the name of the game. It didn't really work that well, but it was like the same as like Guitar Hero, but they were trying to do Guitar Hero, but to try to teach people to play actual guitar. Ooh. And so what they did was like the individual colored strings would matched up with the game so that you would play along with, right. it. I think it was like rock. It was, it was named rock something school rock, rock, type yeah, thing. Yeah, something yeah. like that. But it was like, that was the initial, um, why they initially went with those colored strings. Interesting. And then, then everything else just kind of blew up. And then yeah. I think So they just went like, into production. Like, yeah, there's... Yeah tripled down on that in ways that I'd be like, maybe don't, but you know, <laughs> hey, it's not for me. People love them, I suppose. I, I, know, I, I know I'm, people I'm that have still them. a huge fan yeah. of the most coded users the world over have those. Uh, yeah. Those yeah. <laughs> it's the, the ultimate. Yeah. It's uh, Naomi with, uh, with yours, you've, you've gone for round rounds. I have gone for round rounds again. Um, that is a, not a, 
on a Broncoff choice, but a personal choice only because I've had flats on my first Bronco mod the entire time. So I think it might still be the same set of chromes that I stuck on there, right. intending to swap to Labellas at a later date. But the chromes, the chromes on the Bronco um, have been a have been a lovely match. So in this case, um, again, I actually stuck with um, stuck with Daydario. Um, availability obviously is a smaller market for short scale sets and I wanted something just dead, dead solid um, and a nice kind of starting gauge. Um, so I've gone for EXL, I think 160S, which is the 40 to 105 set. So right, yeah. straight down the line, nothing mega unusual, nothing fancy other than it literally being a short scale set. Um, and I'm happy that I have a flat bronco good to go and a round wound bronco yeah, good to yeah, go that's, exactly. that's it's a pretty functional choice in strings for me whereas jd you've gone for flats as well no, no round ones yeah they're, they're, round, ones they're round ones yeah so there's oh. roto sound they're roto sound and it, it was again it was like because i don't really have a lot of short scales right. i was like let me go with something i don't often use because i it's a great problem to have, but I don't really have to buy strings that often because yeah. I still have about 40 straight, like, <laughs> like sets of strings, like, upstairs. And so I'm just like, oh, I want to buy something new, but it's, like, completely wasted if, for me to do it. It's just... So, like, I was like, oh, short scale. I went with uh, Rotosound because, like, I also wanted, like, a British string manufacturer. And, sure. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, it's fine. I, like, after playing years, like, I really sort of wish I... Would have gone flat, and certainly like we need to fight figure out what set that is because it's like <laughs> whatever this mystery m- mythical set of strings is like it's yeah, such, a, it's such I, a good set. I might buy another set of rotor sounds to see if they're the same colours yeah, on yeah. the yeah. on the ends to, to work it out. But we, yeah, we need the bass string equivalent of reverse Google image searching. <laughs> yeah, go to a shop and be like, oh, these were open, <laughs> like, and I was like, oh, actually, I'll just return them. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, that is, I think we've covered everything now. We've covered everyone's Bronco. So sort of the uh, the complete Soviet era style, functional, Gaiatone mojo pickup loaded Bronco of JD. We've gone for the absolute bling 70s Motown inspired extra, extra perloid and large flake sparkle uh, diner P90 mojo pickup loaded bronco of naomi and i've gone for the the vintage correct ish music master <laughs> uh in uh burgundy mist which is really sort of lavender um with a lovely taut music master style guard and the um the mojo jazz master oversized pickup it's very good so there it is there it is that that is the Broncoff. who won uh, you decide, dear listener. Let us know uh, however you like. You can visit us on, on our Facebook group, the Guitar Nerds group. That's always good for a discussion. Instagram, Patreon, email us at info at if you like. Um, have you modded one yourself? Show us your mods. Post those pictures. And um, What would you have done differently? What did you like? What don't you like about our mods? Um, you know, don't just tell us who won. Tell us what you thought was rubbish as well. Um, and of course, don't forget to you know, to, uh, you, you know, make sure you vote. I'll pop a poll up uh, in the Facebook and the Patreon, so there'll be two separate places to vote. So check that out. Um, check out our videos and our photos of the bases and and see for yourself. Thanks once again to our sponsors. Thanks to Music Nomad for the fantastic tools. 
uh, and brilliant guides uh, on their on their kiss their keep it simple setup guides are very good are very useful for taking these to you know the, an, a professional standard thanks to mojo pickups for being such incredible sports and making us three pickups so quickly uh, when we then ended up sitting on this series for an entire year and thank you to btm music for providing the hardware uh, for our newly modded broncos the regular um podcast will be back next week and we'll be back then for more of this guitar nerdery farewell goodbye good bronc ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.